everybody, and welcome back once again to Rugby Wrap-Up. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for joining us specifically for this week's The Zack Attack, the big play breakdown. One play broken down in one match by the Holy Cross legend that is not Kevin Swords, Zach Lanning. Zach, what do you got for us? Well, Matt, first of all, I just want to say we didn't lose by a lot last weekend. So congrats to Gary Gold and the whole USA Eagles squad uh, for not getting run off the pitch at Twickenham by England. Uh, our defense was only somewhat exposed on the wing, only a little bit less than Ollie Lawrence's hindquarters were on that try he scored. So congrats to, to all of them. Um, and it was, that was a great game to watch. Yeah, Team USA and Mikey Teo just came up shorts on that one. But no, great effort, great effort, Un- impossible circumstances for Team USA, and they win the second half. Just incredible. Couldn't ask for much more. Um, but Matt, we'll go from England now to New England uh, for the play that I'd like to to break down this week in the match between Rugby United and the New England Free Jacks. Awful day uh, out for, for rugby that day. Kickoff was pushed back about a little over an hour due to lightning. Um, it was cold and, and wet, so not a lot of action uh, in the first half at all. Uh, you know, teams were both were looking to kind of get warmed up. A lot of handling errors led to so far zeros across the board into the 30th minute. But in the 33rd minute, Dougie Fife playing fullback for New England in this one bounces an innocent enough kick into touch in New York's half uh, to try and relieve some pressure off the Free Jacks. Troy Lockyer, who had come into the game as a blood sub for Ben Foden just a couple of minutes earlier, retrieves the ball here from out of bounds and tries for a quick throw in to winger Chris Matina. Now, a line out can be taken quick as long as it's Zach. I think it's a line out can be taken quickly, not quick. Man, I'm reverting to my old ways. So my apologies. University at Buffalo, two, Holy <laughs> Cross, zero. A line-out can be taken quickly as long as it's the same ball, as I was saying, that went out of bounds and no one else has touched the ball other than the player retrieving it or the player who took it out of bounds. Uh, or a line-out has already been formed on the field. And just an interesting note on that as well, Matt, I watched a lot of rugby this weekend um, and I noticed a, an uptick in teams that were looking to employ this quick lineout strategy. So definitely something uh, interesting to keep an eye on as we get into the MLR playoffs here um, and also at the international level, whether this is something the teams start to lean on a little bit more to get quick restarts from, from out of bounds. What was, were these teams that you were watching doing it during like Galway type rain blowing sideways in December and a soaking wet ball? No, Matt, it was the All Blacks doing it on a beautiful evening uh, in Auckland, uh, playing Tonga to, to great effect and much better effect uh, than, than here, as you'll see in a moment, uh, for Rugby United. So now back to the play. Conditions are all set for Lockyer to legally attempt the quick line-out restart. The only issue is New England's Harry Barlow is just standing right there, and Lockyer decides to throw it right to him. Barlow, more than happy to accept this gift of a turnover, takes off then towards Rugby United's try line, and New England is on the counterattack. Rugby United able to recover briefly on defense, forcing New England to run through a couple of phases from five meters out, uh, and strong tackles by Kara Pryor and Dylan Fawcett, others keeping the Free Jacks from uh, forwards from making any sort of ground here. But eventually, scrum half John Poland feels that there's sufficient enough space on the outside and works the ball to the backs. Bodine Waka gets it first and then leaves a kind of floater up for Dougie Fife, who knows he has to move that ball like a hot potato mat and does so with some impressively quick hands before just getting absolutely leveled here by Kakao Balavu. The job is done, though, and the ball bounces into the arms of winger Mitch Wilson, who steps Lockyer first and then trucks through Connor McManus and Fuatai for the score, giving New England a lead that they would not relinquish for the rest of the match. 
And I'm not sure what Lockyer was really thinking on, on that one, Matt, uh, but New York really looked out of sorts all game. Um, and it came at a really awful time for them as, as Nola, you know, perhaps encouraged a bit of an extra pep in their step, seeing that New York lost this game, uh, this match today, went on the next day to upset the Giltinis um, and leapfrog them into the second spot in the East. So just a difficult time for them to, to lose a game like this to New England. All right. What else you got for us? Final thoughts, Zach. Two things, Matt. A shout out to, to Bodin Waka, who played uh, with in the 10 jersey for New England today. Hasn't done that much of the season. He's played fullback a lot. Uh, but but most of their scores, you know, every, every score other than this for New England came off of, of some beautiful probing kicks that he pushed through uh, Rugby United's defensive line. Uh, unafraid to kick for precision in, the, in these tough conditions. Um, and so, you know, Mitch Wilson and Harry Barlow on the wings were having a, a great day running onto a few of these kicks uh, by, by, by Waka. And so he really uh, propelled them forward here. Now, and just a note on the end of the season for uh, NOLA and New York, this playoff race, both have winnable matchups uh, next week, uh, playing Houston and Seattle, respectively. And then they'll face each other, Matt, in the last week of the season in New York, uh, which will most likely be a very significant, uh, if not an outright contest for that last playoff spot. I'm, I'm nervous for New York. Uh, you know, you feel it here in New York City when you're talking to the rugby fans here. It's, it's a little, the nerves are there, but it's still theirs for the taking, at least to get into the playoffs. And Atlanta, you know, Atlanta can still blow it for first place. Atlanta with a much tougher end of season schedule. Yeah. Playing Utah this coming week. So yeah, no, no guarantee that they get through either. Uh, so it's going to be, it's going to be a hell of a race to the finish. And that's really what you want out of, out of uh, the MLR this year. That's great for the fans. Great for the league. Um, and just great for, yeah, with the sport in general. And we'll have head coach Nate Osborne of the NOLA gold on this week after he actually, his feet actually touched the ground again. And on that note, we're out of time. Thank you, Zach Lanning, for this week's The Zach Attack, the big play breakdown. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in and tune in next week. But in the meantime, check out our other segments, including The Rugby Odds, featuring WWE Hall of Famer John Bradshaw Layfield, the world's best sports better ever in the Philly Godfather, and Rugby's Gift, Gift A. Bailu, our Major League Rugby show, Martial Law. And please sign up for our Rugby Wrap-Up Red Cross Blood Donor Team.